Welcome to On Stage with Android Maven, where we share content and insights to making us a better, impactful, and higher paid software engineers. My name is Uluwato Biloba Akimpelu, also known as Android Maven, and I'm super excited to be your host for today. Hello everyone, welcome to On Stage Podcast, episode 9, and today I'm with Chidi. This is going to be a special um, episode uh, because Chidi is one of the person that really, really inspired me and it's one that I've been following on LinkedIn and I'm super excited that I'm able to bring in on this podcast today. Welcome Chidi. Yeah, thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, doing fine, thank you. Um, so... Chidi, we would like to get to know you um, because a lot of uh, people who might be listening right now may not really know Chidi and there are some people who know Chidi already, but I would like to hear from you exactly who you are and what to do. Okay, um, um, I'm a tech entrepreneur. That means that I uh, create uh, and run and tech, tech startup companies. Uh, um, I'm currently uh, co-founder and CEO of Publisher. Uh, it's my tech startup company, uh, like tech major startup company, company here, because I've created a, you know a lot of startup companies. You know, some of them ended up being you know failed. Some of them you know didn't fail. So, but Publisher is like the the tech major startup uh, I have. Uh, I've created, um, grown and I've sold two startups in the past. Um, yeah, so that's why that's why I term publisher is the third uh, major startup. Uh, what we do at publisher is that uh, we help uh, independent uh, writers, musicians, and filmmakers to um, monetize their creative content. You know, we distribute it, and then we help them to uh, make money out of it. Um, so far, we have helped you know over two thousand and you know, three hundred uh, creative creatives. You know. Aid money this way. Um, we distribute to, con- to uh, platforms like Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Spotify, iTunes, uh, and then we help them to uh, you know take their money from these stores you know, and pay it into their local bank accounts or their mobile money wallets, and they get to monitor their sales across all these platforms using our centralized dashboard. Um, I started off as a uh, as a web designer. And then I switched uh, into games development. Uh, I started my first um, uh, startup. My first startup company was a video game development company. Um, we that was when I was sixteen. Uh, we created um, video games, but um, educative video games. So we used uh, a two D space uh, space shooter to educate children on uh, global warming. It's quite funny because I was also a kid. I was also a kid by then, so I was educating children, you know, because it, 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 it's an irony, right? You're, you're 16, <laughs> you're creating a game to help other kids to understand global warming. So, yeah, yeah and but the startup company didn't fly. It, we had pretty uh, good uh, game gameplay from the public, but it didn't come back to money. So we discovered that, uh, that's, that's my twin and I. So I, I have an identical twin brother, his name is Chika Wobu. And uh, we literally started uh, every startup uh, together, and uh, we discovered that games development was not, you know, uh, Nigeria was not ready for it. So we had to, you know, switch into web um, development. Um, we met, we like fully went into, um, uh, start, you know, tech startups when you know one of our roommates, you know, at the University of Lagos, uh, told us he wanted to start a dating community, you know, online dating community. And he was looking for um, co-founders to help him, you know, and you know, to start, you know, start the the, the dating site with him. And we did that. And then we really loved the the traction we had, and we were like, okay, why don't we, you know, see if we can do this for time? And then we started a social network for students of the University of Lagos, 
Uh, it was called Lackbook. It was a backroom for uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that quickly got popular in school. Uh, we had over 30,000 students on, on the platform uh, within, within six months. And uh, we decided, okay, because it got to a point where we're not, we no longer were growing because um, we've like acquired almost every student in school. And every student who wanted to join it has already joined. So we discovered that if we wanted to continue growing, we needed to expand. And we did, uh, we did expand. And uh, we got uh, a million registered users uh, within three years, and it was acquired by a Canadian tech company, Gulfboro Limited. Um, yeah, that's that's more like me in a nutshell. Yeah, that's like me in a nutshell. Wow. <laughs> wow, a lot of things that you just mentioned that I didn't know before. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a, it's a long story. It started like way back. It's a really long story, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that's interesting. I mean, having to um, being able to have about ten thousand users while in school, that is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, well, you know, we we you know after you know the the first startup got acquired, that was when we made the conscious decision that we wanted to do this, you know, like professionally. We wanted to be tech entrepreneurs professionally it's 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 you know it's not been a, a, a full uh rosy journey we've had some times when we question you know why we are doing what we are doing and mm -hmm. if we should be doing what we're doing but it got there's sometimes you you know you you you're doing you're having so much milestones you're having so much track and you know uh, strides and then you're like really excited to be alive because you, you it's like you're doing you're you're creating very big impacts in people's lives so uh, i i as an entrepreneur, you just have that ups, ups and downs, you know, in your life. But you know, but the, no matter how much downs you have, those ups and downs always like encouraging. And you know, it's more like it erases the entire blunder that you ever failed in, you know, in the past. So I'm sure that you, you, I'm sure that you know, everybody is an entrepreneur because you started something at some point, no matter how small it was, you know. And you know, everybody have that you know mini success stories, mini uh, mini failure stories, mini wins, you know, mini fails. So yeah, that's uh, that's you know that's the reason why I, I I say you know everybody's an entrepreneur. If even if you're not doing it like full time, you know, or maybe you have a day job, you know, everybody's an, is an entrepreneur yeah, in one way or the other. Oh, I thought I'd go with you on that. And lately. We've been seeing you um, from one fellowship to the other, traveling from one country to the other, and um, I was wrapping around my head, connect, trying to connect the dots about how you've been an entrepreneur, and yet you have time for all these fellowship programs, and you have time to travel. Um, yeah! <laughs> how are we doing it? And what's, what's this program's about? So uh, let's start, let's take them a little, you know, one after the other. Uh, the programs are, 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 the fellowships I go to, are, you know, they're really competitive fellowships. And um, I, you know, I apply to these fellowships and I attend these fellowships because they, you know, they, they go through your business model and then they, like, they tear it apart, apart, you know. They, like, really scrutinize your business model and then make it, you know, much better. So, you know. During the course of being in this fellowship, my uh, my business business model have gone through a lot of evolution, and you discover that you got into into this fellowship, and you know this you know how your startup looked like when you got into this fellowship, and then you know how it looked you know it looks like after the fellowship. One of the fellowships that really drastically changed the way I saw my startup was the Unison Youth Fellowship because they asked there were so much questions that I was asked that I didn't even really knew I, I didn't really know that you know like these kind of these questions existed you know some things you really you you know some tools you you, you hear about and some questions that they ask about your startup and that makes you really think so you know and you know so it's it's the the key you know uh, the key takeaway from this fellowship is, is that it changes the way you see your startup it's in, in, in improves the way you understand what you're doing mm -hmm. you know it's, it's more like modifies like everything you know before and after you notice there's this real different you know this big difference between who you were you know before you got into the fellowship and who you are after you know it's not all about money it's not all about um, funding it's not about investment it's mostly you know education that's learning is the biggest investment you can ever have because it's an investment in yourself you know and you know startup investments you know we know that startups you know 
you know, 70, you know, 90% of startups die. So, you know, if they, uh, someone invests into your startup, it, it, chances that it might still go down the drain. Yeah. But if someone invests, you know, in you that's learning, you know, all of the junior education, you know, it can go down the drain because even if your startup dies, you're, you're the same person who can create another one. So, yeah, that's the reason why, you know, I, 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 I attend these fellowships because they, you know, they make, I, I learn a lot while, you know, being part of the fellowship. Um, then uh, another thing about these fellowships is that you, they, it's like a carefully, they carefully select amazing tech entrepreneurs, you know, like you and bring you guys in, in you know, under one roof, you know, in one room. It's, it's amazing because you see so many amazing people doing so many amazing things and then you get to have intelligent conversations with them like, what are you doing? You know, how are you doing it? You can even share your, your own challenges with them. And maybe they've gone through similar challenges and, they, you know, they've been able to bend around it or, you know, bypass it. You know, they would just let you know how they did it, you know. And, and it's, it's there's a lot of learning, you know, to be to be done. And potential partnerships, you know, you realize that somebody in, 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 the, in, in, in a fellowship can be doing similar or almost what you're doing. And, but the only difference is that they are doing it in a different country, you know, in a different continent. So, you know, that way you discover that you guys can partner and then it, it can just make things easier for you, you know, in the long run. You know, like, oh, how can, if I'm trying to ex expand to Argentina, how is it going, you know, how is it going to be? So that's how, you know, that's one of this, uh, one of the usefulness of, uh, of the fellowships. It, it just makes you, you know, understand other people's markets because, you know, you, you have like a, in direct contact with with an Argentine or, or with uh with uh, an European, you know, it, it's just it's amazing to you know when you just meet people, you understand their market, even without having to visit those countries, you can understand their their market by asking you know someone you know one of the founders like oh how does your market look like you know what is there any regulation stuff like that, and then you know it's there's there's a lot you you can take away from uh, a fellowship. You know, there's so many you know. You know, it's just, it depends on what you want as a, as, as a tech founder. I'm looking for, uh, to, you know, to learn and to, you know, improve myself. You know, if not if not for publicity, but for whatever I get to do in the, in the, in, in, in the long run. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. Well, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Because one of the things that, that um, I think that a lot of people have to not understand it's that market. It's about understanding the market. The way the Nigerian market is, is not the way the Argentine market is. It's not the way the European market is. And having to have that global exposure is just... <laughs> what would I call it now? <laughs> it's premium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really amazing. So it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, and... Um, so, for someone like you who has been able to build something to the point that you're able to sell to a bigger company, um, it shows that you have uh, quite a lot of experience when it comes to the life cycle of a startup. And um, for a lot of listeners right now who are coming from the background of software engineers, designers, you know, advocates, and they still want to be entrepreneurially sound. From your experience, what, what are like the tips, the things that, you know, uh, the things you, you did that you think helped you to get that success? For me, I, I, I would say that um, the next thing that I did, you know, it's mostly I leveraged on uh, my people connections, you know, my people connection. I, I, I always say people make people because I looked at, you know, if I'm looking back at, you know, uh, the turning points, you know, in my, in my entrepreneurial journey, it's the, it's the point where I received help from somebody or the point where somebody, you know, you know, just, you know, gave me a helping hand. Uh, like I remember, um, when on my Twitter and I started a lab book, um, we were, we had some decent amount of sign-ups, but then um, we discovered there was this um, campus magazine that was really popular in school, and um, we we really wanted to be on the magazine because everybody was reading it in school, and we knew that if um, Lightbook got on that magazine, it was going to you know um, be like it was going to be really amazing for Lightbook, and then so we reached out to to the um, the, the editor in chief, 
and we spoke to him about it. Well, like we we just this how the, the conversation just went simply uh, simple like this. We said, uh, you guys don't have a, a website, and you guys are super big. You guys you know deserve a website. Why don't we create a website for you? We manage it. We you know. Uh, yearly for you, and then you just run an ad for us periodically, maybe maybe once a month. And he he, he said that he, he was excited. And he was like, okay. And um, <laughs> it was amazing to see how we grew. You know, we didn't spend the time only just you know hosting and then uh, you know um, on, on, on a domain name, and that was something that we, we could do at any time. And we just discovered how how we grew. You know. Getting so much, you know, thousands of students on our platform. Yeah. And we discovered that it is not all about money because uh, sometimes, you know, someone might have so much money but might not be able to, you know, uh, get so much, you know, traction. And that was because we leveraged on people. We, you know, once you discover that you, you see somebody that is ahead of you or someone who can offer you an advice, someone who can offer you a helping hand, you know, it's it's only sensible when you admit your vulnerability and you reach out to them for that help. You, you tell them, I, I need help, you know, and as an entrepreneur, most of us are just, you know, ego-driven and, you know, we're just trying to not not to look um, vulnerable, not, we don't want to look like we need help. And the truth is that if you get a help from somebody, it doesn't change or it doesn't uh, alter less you, really, uh, it doesn't bring you down. It, it doesn't in any way bring you down. But people think, you know, it's, 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 um, it's going to just ruin, ruin me. It's going to make me look like I'm hungry or something. No, you know, you just as an entrepreneur, you should be ready to, you know, ask for help when you need it or if you need it. You know, and that's just the the key for every successful entrepreneur. You know, if they find out, oh, I can code, they get a, a technical co-founder. They say they just meet someone who can code and say, I need your help. I need you to be, you know, to be a co-founder of my startup. I need you to help me code. I need you to help me do this. You know, you need to, you know, gather people. You need to let, you know, let people know that you need their help at any point in time or at any step of, you know, or you know, of of, of the the startup uh, lifetime. You need to let people because you cannot do it alone. Uh, not nothing good, you know, was done by one person. And so I, I, I would tell any any anybody who wants to venture into entrepreneurship that you should leverage on your people connection. You should leverage on the right people and make sure that you surround yourself with the right set of people. Not not only those that can give you a helping hand, but those that can actually uh, support you uh, uh, verbally, morally. So on the top, they can tell you that okay, you can do it. Maybe you know because if uh, you you you're trying to give up on yourself or you, you're not you're not sure about what what you're doing because you know, you're experiencing some temporal challenges. Uh, you know, someone you know that uh, if you're around the right people. And they're always constantly encouraging you and telling you that you can do it. You, I, I'm, I trust you. You can do it. You've done it before. You can do it again. Stuff like that. Those little words of encouragement can keep you can keep you going. So don't be around people that's going to beat you down with your words, but rather people that, that will keep encouraging you, pushing you forward. And try not be around people that keep that keep praising you all the time. You know, like oh, we're perfect. No, be around those that will, that will question your every movement and let you know that you're you're slacking. You're you're, you're not you're not you're not doing what you ought to do. You know, people that will push you, you know, push uh, you around, you know, that will push you, you know, your limits, you know, people that will make you, you know, push and keep pushing, you know. So I, I just say it's people, people, the right people, the right set of people, just make sure that you, you surround yourself around the, the right set of people, the people that will encourage you and those that will actually help you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, like, seriously, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I, I still remember when, when, I was in school and I tried this particular um, product, I built it, and I was so engrossed with my quotes to, um, to the point that how to collaborate outside the tech was difficult, you know, and then at the end of the day, it failed. And if it failed, fine, I got to explain about the fact that that you know, you can't do it alone. <laughs> you need yeah. to collaborate, and that is something that I learned. And and um, I I really really wish people that are listening right now could also take use of, especially the engineers, the software engineers, the developers, and designers, because um, sometimes we think we can do it by ourselves, but we can't do it by ourselves. 
you know, we need to have someone who can't code. We need to have someone who is strictly about the business side. We need to have someone who is strictly about the finance side. Even someone who can back us up legally. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of trust. And also being able to to share profits, you know, in a, in a way that is fair enough. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that on my side is what I think, I think also resonates to what you said. <laughs> yeah. And uh, another thing that I would love to ask you is that, you know, um, fine, I have a product as an, as an entrepreneur, but I want to expand. You know, there's some things that find I could start small locally, but it would it may probably be better off if I have someone else in another country who can assist me um, in doing different things and all. But there's a particular myth about collaboration that some people have in their mindsets. You know that oh I have to have certain number of followers before I can you know, be able to collaborate with this kind of caliber of people or I have to have this kind of money for me to be able to collaborate with certain kind of people. But from my experience, you know, I think what you only have to, what you primarily need to have is a good product and good service team. But from your perspective, what would you like to say for those who would, you know, who would need encouragement about global collaboration and networking? Yeah, for me, I would say uh, you try try and do something great and then put yourself out there. Um, so I think that was uh, earlier this year, uh, uh, the vice president of the International Publishers Association reached out to, uh, to me via Twitter and you know, asked if I would, you know, would love to be part, you know, of uh, of, a, of an IPS seminar and speak about digital publishing. And we, we you know, we met and we, we did some uh, partnerships and collaborations. And it was, it was, it looked a little bit uh, uh, unreal <laughs> to us because it was, why, why would she reach out to us, you know? Yeah. And in, in, out of everybody, why, you know, why us? You why know? us? And I think, I think the reason why was because we, we, we were doing something and then we also put ourselves out there, you know, we, we didn't, we did we weren't shy of telling our story, okay, this is what we are doing, this is how we're doing it, and this is why we're doing it. So I would say, this, uh, it's one thing doing um, an amazing thing, and there's, there's another thing uh, telling that story, you know, make sure that whatever you're doing, you know, you put yourself out there, people get to know what you're doing, and people get to know why you're doing it. That's, uh, that, that's another, an, is it will be a completely different thing altogether because uh, apart from your, your target customers, it's not only your target customers you want to know about what you're doing. Mm. You also want to know, you, you also want uh, uh, um, um, bigger organizations, uh, you also want investors, you want people, other people to know about what you're doing. Mm. And uh, mm. the other, you know, the way to do that is by actually, you know, putting yourself out there, you know. So apart, apart from advertising to target customers, you should you should try and create a brand, you know, brand awareness, you know, like a, a general black brand awareness. Put yourself out there so people get to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. People get to reach, you, 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 you realize that, you know, you don't have to even reach out to many people. People just reach out to you and say, I would like to collaborate with you. I would like to partner with you. Mm-hmm. You know, some, you, know, you get some points. We, we receive partnership requests and we, we turn them down. And, mm-hmm. and that's because of, we, you know, we put ourselves out there, you know, because if you don't put yourself out there, how would people get to know you in the first place? Yeah. So once you, you, you're trying to build your product and you're trying to reach out to your target customers to, you know, and, you know, converting them, you know, to, uh, to your true, you know, paying customers. At the same time, try and create a, a general brand awareness for what you're doing. It could be a personal brand, you know, awareness. It could be a, a corporate brand awareness. But make sure that people get to know you, not only your target customers, because you need more than just your target customers to know you. You need, uh, you know, you need bigger people, you know, bigger organizations. It could be that the organizations are, will be the people to buy you out. You know, it's, uh, it could be, it could be anything, you know. So you just have to make sure that you put yourself out there if you want to, uh, you want uh, to expand it or you want to grow quickly in life. Because 
uh, I, I've seen so many entrepreneurs just focusing on the target customers. And I'm like, um, yeah, your target customers is good. It, they will bring the revenue in. But if you want to scale, you want to move faster from point A to point B, you need the help of bigger people, people that are already, that are already in the ecosystem. And how, how are they going to know you? You know, they're going to know you maybe from maybe uh, a media feature. Uh, maybe, you know, they, they, maybe your story got, you know, you know, got featured on some popular uh, tech uh, uh, um, um, blog Blogs, or popular yeah. tech. Yeah, something you know, something amazing. And then they were like, "Okay, I, I read about these guys, you know, and this is what they are doing, and I would like to talk to them about, you know, you know, we, I've gotten, you know, even the the director general of the Nigerian Cop, uh, Copyright Commission reached out to me, and it, and sometimes it looks crazy, like uh, how oh. did you get to know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it, uh, you only that's when you realize that you know people are watching, you know, but you need to first show them something to watch, you know, so. Uh, as an entrepreneur, try and build a general brand awareness. You know, and, you know that awareness around your brand that not only your, your target customers get to know about you, but you know everybody, like mm. every single person. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's very thoughtful. Thanks a lot for sharing this, today. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Um. By the way, do you have any questions for me? Or what's the what's the day in, in your life like? A day in my life. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 give you let's give let's give it to to uh, a day in a terrible day in your life and a very good day in your life. Like, <laughs> when, what, what what would you call a terrible day in your life? How is it, how is that typical day like? And what would you call an amazing day in your life? How's such a day like? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I don't know. Okay, okay. So um, let's start with the terrible day. Um, I really have a terrible day. Um, maybe because I work in a good environment, but um, it would be terrible if if I get shouted at. You know, okay. I don't like to be shouted at, <laughs> and uh, maybe getting some bad news from from families, from friends, but that really happens. Really, <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but my usual days, it's, uh, I work a lot, you know, uh, <laughs> I work very hard and on my laptop working either coding or researching or trying to network, meet people or trying to get uh, my podcast done. And then I'm with friends, I'm talking to families, and uh, and I also love eating as well. <laughs> I love it. I don't eat every time, but whenever I get to eat, I eat very well. <laughs> so so that, that just for me, sometimes I feel like, you know, I need some more fun in my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can totally relate, relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Time, but I'm not the one feeling that way. But I just feel like I need some fun in my life. But uh, I just believe there's time for everything. And this stage in my life is it's dedicated to more work. And um, definitely, let's say, in like, in few years' time, um should have been more last and I would have more time to do other stuff. <laughs> so okay. That just it for me. <laughs> That's enough. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, awesome. Yeah, so uh if that's enough for you, man, I still have a lot of questions for you. I would I really love to learn uh, more things from you and that to be, you know, um challenges. Like I believe that that uh, experience is a result of past pain, you know, things that you failed at, things that um, that have hit you at, and then you need to pick up yourself and try again until you get it done, you know. And I really want to learn from you and for uh, the people that are listening to this right now. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Maybe three, maybe four, maybe five. 
you know, that you face as an entrepreneur, why starting up or adventure things that you know you just overcome like recently, you know, and uh, I would just love to learn how you overcome them and the key things that you'd like people to hold on to. Okay, uh, challenges, uh, it's uh, sometimes it's getting the right people, you know. So, when I'm trying to start uh, a tech startup, you know, obviously, I, I reach out to my twin brother and we are, you know, we, we talk about it, mm-hmm. but then we realize that we, uh, we're not, that we cannot do it alone because either there is a shortage of our skill somewhere, you know, something we want to do that we cannot do. And so just getting the right people that will be able to do, do it because some people just say, I can do it. And then when you, you give them, you give them a try, it's either they're too lazy to do it or they just don't know how to do it. And so you notice that it never get, it never gets done. So, you know, getting just the right people, the right set of people to, you know, to really, really bring out what you're thinking about doing, you know, yes, that's been, one of the biggest challenge, you know, and when you're trying to get the, and when you try, you know, you want to get the best of the best people, then, you know, they realize that it's just, you're just too expensive to, you know, to, to acquire, to get. So, um, that was, you know, talent, you know, it's, you know, skill, you know, has been a, a very big, uh, an issue, you know, a challenge, you know, as an a tech entrepreneur. And another, another part of, I would say is, um, the right connection to reach, to get to something or to get something done. So you realize sometimes it's not about money, you know, or the, or the right people to get something, you know, that you, you know, you want to get something done. You, maybe you might just need that right connection, that right link up to, you know, to the, maybe, maybe you want to speak to, um, let's imagine you want to speak to uh, a big, uh, like Amazon, you want to get an, a, a, a partnership deal with Amazon. Yeah. You, you don't even know how to, how to go about it. You, you know, you don't know how someone's going to link you up to, you know, to, to the right person in Amazon. You know, how is it going to be and how is, is the entire timeline going to be like or how, you know, because you don't even understand how uh, an entrepreneur can get, you know, the time of the day to, you know, to speak to uh, someone at Amazon and get, you know, that right partnership to be strong. So, um, some, yeah, so I, I, another challenge is the right connection to get something done you know and um i wouldn't want to say finance because finance is is um it's generic people always say finance finance all the time yeah and i'm yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm, i i i wouldn't want to say finance but i would rather say uh lego mm-hmm. yeah because you discover that sometimes you're, you're running something and you don't even know that there's a legal implication to what you're doing mm-hmm. and um Maybe somebody's just watching you and saying, "Okay, let him keep doing it, and um, I'll come. I'll we'll come for him. You will come <laughs> when the money, when you know, when they when they make a lot of money, we'll come for them." We'll come and for then them. You, you know, yeah, so you just realize that um, you know, either there's there was a regulation against what you're doing, but you mm-hmm. never knew it because you did you just didn't have the right person in your team. Yeah, to that had that, that that domain knowledge to tell you. Oh, this thing is not, you know, because do you know? I recently learned that uh, uh, tech uh, health practitioners are not allowed to advertise, and I was like, wow, you know, I recently learned that, uh, and I was like, really? Then imagine if I wanted to go into a health, uh, uh, a health startup. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create a health startup, and then I started to I started advertising, not knowing that you shouldn't advertise anything health, a health service. Wow, and a lot of people that are doing that right now. Love yeah, and we them. <laughs> but they just don't, you just don't know. But it's illegal. It's wrong to uh, advertise a health st- service. And I heard that from somebody. Wow. And then I was like, wow. So you know, so these are things that you know. Uh, so one of the challenges is lack to the ad- adequate information, that, and then mm-hmm. you know that lack of you know or inadequate information that you have, uh, you know, brings about a big problem for you as you know. In the long run, maybe it's either you've done you do something that's against the law, you know, and you just didn't know that, and then you just and then you just get this big fine and say, you know, maybe you're making a uh, hundred thousand dollars per month, and then they give you a fine of ten million dollars. Mm. How is that going to make sense? You know? <laughs> so yeah, that's so, trouble. <laughs> yeah, it happens to a lot of people, you know, just because they don't have the the, the right information. So you just do the wrong thing, and you know, and then 
end up, you know, facing the consequences. So, yeah, as an entrepreneur, yeah, it's, you know, um, the right information, um, the right talent, and then um, the right connection. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's, that's deep, especially the legal aspect. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's, it's very it's, scary. <laughs> yeah. But then, how do you think someone who, like, a lot of people really doesn't have access to rights, legal, um, legal counsel, or legal people, maybe because it's too expensive from the onset, because I'm imagining someone who has an idea, and they just want to implement and execute, and then be, he has to pass a lot of things with legal aspects, while he has to spend time, spend that time building the product and talking to people and having to optimize his business model and then the lights. I don't think that could be achieved. Are there some like organizations that are offering um, startup kind of prize, legal counsel or something? Yeah, there are a couple of um, uh, all I call it, I'll call it legal tech uh, startups that are helping you know startups you know get access to a lot to um, uh, tech uh, legal services at very you know subsidized fee. I think there's the one called D is it Digilaw? Yeah, there's one called Digilaw. There's one called DIY Law. There are a lot of you know there are a, a couple of them you know. And that are doing this. I don't know how effective they, they are. I don't know how effective they are because I, I don't use them. But um, I think there are a couple of them that are, I, but I, that are doing it. And I, but I still think that if you're really interested in getting to know more about uh, your industry and what is obtainable and what I you know is, you know, you, I think most of this information are available online. It's just, um, you just being interested in finding it. You know, because I discovered that the more I decided to search, to know more about my industry, you know what is obtainable and what isn't. You know, mm. I found a lot of more, a lot of information online, just sitting down there waiting for me. You know, mm. I just, you know, it's just uh, sometimes we, we, we as Africans, we have this poor reading culture, and yeah. so just we just love learning from our mistakes, from our mistakes instead of learning, you know, from reading. Yeah, and yeah. you know, sometimes it becomes we like the the consequences, you know, are really great for us. But I, 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 I think every entrepreneur should, you know, do it like a, a, a clear study. Like, just a, a, it might be a swift study about what's obtainable in the industry and, you know, what, what, sh what they can do and what they cannot do, you know. Yeah, that's just the best way to stay safe here. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Thanks a lot for sharing that. <laughs> and uh, I'm still interested about these fellowships of yours. I mean, I'm I'm going through your LinkedIn profile and I'm seeing like these fellowships, that fellowships, and I'm like, how is this guy doing it? And how are you be able to, you know, how are you able to balance all these things all together? And um, now, now I've learned about, you know, I've learned more about benefits of all these fellowship programs. And uh, personally, for me, I'm going to take it more seriously. And uh, so for others, for other people like me who would like to take it more seriously, um, where would you recommend that we can find information about these fellowship programs? Like, is there a specific website that we can go onto and then we see a list of them as they come in, or how do you get them? Yeah, so um, there are a couple of websites that you can uh, you can get to know as an as an entrepreneur or young professional you're looking for uh, any uh, any opportunity whatsoever it could be a fellowship it could be uh an inc to get to partake in an incubation program or an accelerator it could be anything it could be even uh, uh i don't just, just a lot of them i think even their internships you know you could do some overseas intern, in, internships you can even get scholarships uh there are a lot of them out there uh, but the two uh I think the two leading uh, platforms that help you know young professionals and entrepreneurs get access you know to uh, opportunities are uh, opportunitydex.org. Uh, that's opportunity with not plural, just you know opportunitydex.org mm -hmm. and opportunities. Now this with the plural, so opportunitiesforafricans.com. Yeah, 
So those are uh, the two most uh, uh, opportunity uh, platforms out there. Um, but you know, for me, I believe that uh, as an entrepreneur, you can you 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 can be part of a fellowship and still you know do what you, you know still you know you know take part in your operations. Like okay, I was this I was recently in a fellowship, and then there's this always this this uh one of the coordinators of the of the fellowship is and she's always saying to me, "What are you always doing your laptop? You know, you're always on your laptop. You know, <laughs> once someone's just you know." You, we look, we look away. You just on your laptop back again, and and I was like, yeah, I'm always constantly, you know. So you know, you can always, you know, still do, uh, you know, go to a fellowship and still, you know, um, still you know, partake in what you're doing. I think there's a time for everything, you know. You could, you know, be at the fellowship. Like for example, you be you're at the the festival fellowship in in Germany, and uh, the fellowship happens in the day, right? You have the night. To yourself, right? And so you can use the night to turn back to work and do whatever whatever has to be done. You know, I don't believe that there's a you can say, oh, you know, there's no time. Nobody's nobody's ever too busy. You just you just choose to uh, ignore some things. You know, when someone says, oh, why didn't you call me back? You say I was too busy, and I'm like, no, there's no such thing as too busy. Mm. You, you just didn't you just didn't have you just didn't want to make up time mm. because if you really if you really want to make up time for something. You're never too busy for it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So if you, um, you can always you know be part of a fellowship, even if it's a full time residency program, you can always be part of it and still run your startup. Most most of this fellowship will help you aid you in, the, in in running your startup because you know you know maybe during the mentoring section, so the mentor tells you you're not doing this right, you're doing this is how you should do it, and then you can you know go back and do it you know better. So these uh, fellowships are. Uh, I don't think they're, they're, they're not going to distract you, right? They're going to just improve uh, your ability as an entrepreneur and your business as, uh, as a homeowner. And is it possible to manage um, all these opportunities, fellowships, um, with a full-time job? Ah, that I don't know because uh, it, it's, it's, especially if it, if it involves traveling. You know, you can, you can leverage on, on, on them if they're all virtual, like uh, the Unison Youth uh, Fellowship was virtual. So if it's virtual, then I think you can have a full-time job and still, you know, leverage in such uh, fellowships. But if there's any point in time, you know, the, that the, the fellowship is in person, you know, the, like the Halcyon uh, Incubator Fellowship or the Vestival Fellowship, you know, at some point they, they need you to be in person. You know, then I don't think uh, uh, keeping a full time job is uh, can work at that moment because I don't know what you're going to t- what you're going to tell the employer. Uh, I think <laughs> I have to go here because of this. That's unrelated to you know to what you're doing. So uh, I I don't know. I I I, I always advise an, an entrepreneur if you're trying to you know do something really great. The nine to five is just going to be a real distraction because after a nine to five, you're going to be so tired when you get back home. Mm. You all you just want to just do is rest, mm. you know. Like yesterday, I I, w- I was in three places. Uh, you know, I I went to a place in in the morning. I did a two hour section. I went to another place. I did a four hour section. I went to another place. I did a five hour section. When I got back to the hotel room, I just wanted to sleep. You know, I. I, you know, I just, I literally crashed, you know, you just, you know, when you drop on the bed and you just don't wake up. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, it's not that, it's not that easy to keep a nine to five and then, you know, be an entrepreneur. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it working. That, that's the reason why I, I, I don't, I don't keep a nine to five because if you want to be really, uh, you want to like fully give your best to something, you know, you just have to focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but well, but we still have people that are, that are out there beating the odds, you know, you know, being a, you know an employee in the day and being an entrepreneur at night, and then you know just you know just doing it, you know, be, you know beyond all, all odds. So yeah, if you're you're that kind of person, you know that you know that defy the law of gravity, you know, or you defy the law of physics, yeah, you can go ahead and, and keep a nine to five and, and still do. I'm still be an entrepreneur, still go to fellowships. I don't don't know how it's going to happen, but. If you can, if you can, oh, why not go ahead and do it and then set the example for others? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, well, I believe it, it's about finding 
what works for you best. Um, I know there's some friendship that even pay some stipends and adventure some stipends might. I'm not sure. I've uh, I've not been in a friendship that we're paying stipend before, but some stipends might just be. Yeah, those are those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so some might might just be more than what someone could be collecting as a salary. You never can tell. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's just about maybe weighing the options and knowing if if you're ready to to leave a full time work for this or you just want to make it pass for now. But by the way, have have you had a full time work before? Okay. Uh, <laughs> nobody has asked me this question. But I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'll. I'll answer you. Uh, very honestly, I've had full time work twice. Okay. Okay. Three times, and I'll, and I'll give you. So I was the first job I had. It was full time. I was seventeen, and I kept the job for thirty days, and then I quit. Thirty and days. Just a little salary. I'm going on. Then the next one, uh, I kept it when I was nineteen, and I. Quit after eleven days. Did you? Then, oh, wait, wait, wait! Did you just say eleven days? Yeah, eleven days. You don't even collect salary for that one. No, no, no. I, I moved on. Uh, uh, and then the last one, I, I got the job offer. I never showed up. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, a full time work as an employee is not just for you. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, no, but, it's obviously not for me. Like the, the 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 one that I kept for eleven days, uh, while I was at the job, I got a freelance job that could pay my salary for two years, and this I got and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> for yes. two years, whoa! Who would who wouldn't go for that? <laughs> oh yeah, so I just I, I the way I left, they were surprised. I just I just got up from the chair and I was like, uh, guys, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you would even ask bothering, uh, you know, body them for eleven days pay. No, I could actually literally pay the next person that was coming there for two years. So, <laughs> <why am> I? <laughs> so I didn't even bother about eleven days. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I mean, uh, we are different. We um, we all have we all have our strengths and weaknesses and. It's, it's just obvious that uh, full-time entrepreneurship is for you, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are, there are some people who who have similar cases to you, and some people who have who does their same you know interest or same uh, what I call it um, what's the best English word to use for this? It's just circumstance. I mean, you just in, about interest. Really? <laughs> I mean, just about interest. Um, but um, I'm super excited for you. Um, I'm, I'm happy for the life that you have right now. And, um, and I just pray that you, you keep going higher. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, are there any other things that you'd like to share for the listeners or projects that you'd like to, you know, let people know about? Mm, or like, like to share listeners. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what I would like to share listeners is that there's, there are, there's some moments when you have an idea and um, it seems like nobody uh, sees the gold you're seeing in, in the idea. You know, and that moment where you tell people about what you're trying to do and they're like, oh no, you shouldn't do it. You know, it's either two things. It's either they're really right or you just don't see it, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would just say, you know, I would just say, just do it. Like Nike would say, right? Just do it. And what's the worst that can happen? They were right, you know, and then you failed. So, but but then you you would live with no regrets. You know, make sure that you live a life with, with, with no regrets. You know, you do everything. You leave all or every stone, you know, you don't leave any stone on turn, you just, you do it. So when it's time, you know, and you're leaving this world, and then you just look back at everything and say, yes, I did everything I wanted to do. I did everything I, you know, I had to do. You know, then actually asking yourself, what if? What if I did this and it didn't work? And it, it, it did work. So just try 
you know, whatever that thing you're nurturing in your heart and you're always scared of doing it because you feel like it might not work because, you know, it's either you think it's half-baked or not. You know, just try doing it. Maybe you can do it on a small scale so you don't have to feel big. You, know, you can just try and do it. Just maybe do a, mini, a miniature, you know, you know, fashion of the, of what you want to do. Just make sure you do it and just get to know for sure that it's not going to work before you can, you know, you write it off. So I'll just say do it. Uh, whatever that amazing thing you're thinking in your mind that and you've been keeping for so so for for so long for so long in the year 2020, just try and do it and just see what happens. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. Uh, thank you so much for that. Thank yeah. you so so much for that. Uh, not just are you. Have you spoken to a lot of people? You've also spoken to me as well. I've learned a lot of things from you, and I'm so grateful. And uh, you know, and I'm just like happy about this right now because this is going to be the first entrepreneurial talk that uh, we'll be having on this podcast. We've been having series of of tech talks um, for engineers, but you know, oh. this is yeah. <laughs> so this is like the first entrepreneurial talk on on state podcast. <laughs> I'm happy to be your first. Yeah, I'm super honored as well. <laughs> and uh, so, so grateful, so, so honored. I'm pretty sure that this has been impactful to people. And uh, the community is grateful. Everyone is happy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you for having me too, Lord Tobi. Yeah, thank you, Chidi. And uh, for the listeners, please, please, please... Um, if you enjoyed this moment, this talk, please do share it with your um, audience, share it with families and friends. This is a piece that uh, everyone needs to know about. Everyone needs to listen to this. It's going to help. It's going to bless them. Uh, and as well, you can also like the, this particular episode. It, it encourages us. It gives us positive feedback that we're doing good and you're also enjoying it. And it helps us to, you know, it keeps our passion burning as well. Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening. Watch out for the next episode. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>